Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, which is sponsored by The Professional Black Woman. You can visit us at www.thenew, well, I shouldn't say the new like that, www.thepbwa.com. That is our new site that we're so excited about, the official Professional Black Woman Association. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, to inspire and encourage the listening audience, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, or just to say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., on the Blog Talk Worldwide Network. Today is Monday, April the 19th. Can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. I hope you are so excited, as I am excited about your future. We are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. So spread the good news. Now, before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen, you know what we must say. This is our day. We got to declare it. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. That is our slogan. We're sticking to it no matter what it might look like to you, no matter what you might feel like. It does not matter. This is the best year ever. We are declaring that to be so. So say it with me. Let's say it together. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. Well, I tell you, we have a few announcements that we'd like to make sure that you know. Uh, last week, we talked about this, and we have this this will actually be uh, tomorrow is the last day we can really do and support Madam C.J. Walker's legacy. What an awesome legacy being the first uh, recorded uh, millionaire as, as far as a business owner here uh, in the United States. I'm telling you, a, a, a black woman who is, we like to say, the first networker. There was uh, just the ultimate, ultimate legacy she left behind. We have an opportunity to actually help make that legacy become more worldwide and known across our country. Um, you can go to my homepage on Facebook. You can go to the Professional Black Woman, or you can just uh, search it in on Facebook. There is uh, a special group there, and what's happening is Congress, they have put um, before a special, special bill to honor Madam C.J. Walker. So you can actually um, go and write your congressperson. If you go and join that group, the information is right there. There's a link that takes you straight to your congressperson's website by just entering your state and your zip code. All you have to do is um, tell them that you want to support Please have tap them to support the HJ81 honoring my, Madam C.J. Walker. Again, the H. 
J81, honoring the Madam C.J. Walker uh, bill there. So let's pull together. Let's rally together. You don't have to write a whole uh, paragraph. Just that one sentence, say, please, we want you to honor. We want your support for the H.J. 81, honoring Madam C.J. Walker. That is a great opportunity to pay homage to such a phenomenal woman who has laid the foundation for us here in the United States of America. And, and all around the world as well. Also, we will be discussing and, and also sharing other great information later in the show today about the new association and some of the great new benefits we've just added for the membership drive here in April. Well, I tell you what, I am not going to hold our special guests. And we talk about networking. We have a young lady on the line today who is leading the trail. She is blazing the trail. She is setting the standard and has set the standard of almost 20 years of building a powerful network across the United States. Um, I'm just going to share with you, Ms. Ola Jackson is a wife and a mother. She is also a passionate entrepreneur and businesswoman who is committed to following her dreams. Her son was growing, a growing young man when Ola sat down and designed her first newsletter. Within a few years, the small black and white newsletter grew into a colored magazine titled Onyx Woman and a new experienced woman for business owners. This is for new and experienced business owners where they could continue to be featured in the magazine and provide balance of business advice, entertainment, motivation, education, and the arts. In addition to hosting the annual women's conference and continue to create Onyx Woman magazine, Ola Jackson hosted the Pittsburgh's Moving On radio show that aired on WCXJ. She also merged her uh, space there, merged her separate businesses under the umbrella of her own company, OWN, Onyx Woman Network. Since that time, the media savvy business owner created the OWN Network, which is we know as the Onyx Women's Network. The network includes a television show, a women's business networking website, an annual conference, and Onyx Woman magazine. Through her social network, over a thousand women joined the networking website since launched in 07. Ola Jackson's community and business achievements have won her, I mean, this, uh, so many distinguished uh, awards. To name a few, she has been the businesswoman of the year, woman of vision, woman of excellence. Ola has also been honored by the NAACP for her business achievement, achievements. She was elected businesswoman of the year for her community contributions, and she's also received a woman of vision award, and most recently, the SBA 2010 Western Pennsylvania SBA Minority Business Champion Award. So like we do it here every week on Wealthy Sisters, we only bring you the best. So after we go to this short commercial break, we will be back with none other than the dynamic Miss Ola Jackson. Stay tuned. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. 
are live back on the Wealthy Sisters, and again, I'm Deborah Hartness, your host, and we are so excited to welcome our special, special guest today, who is, we like to say, a media icon, Miss Ola Jackson. You've heard her awesome, awesome bio, so I don't want to hold her from you any longer. We like to say welcome to Wealthy Sisters, Ola, and we're so happy to have you. How are you today? I'm even better after hearing that intro. I'm like, who is that woman? I'm a meter. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I've got to say, I've got to say thank you so much for being on the show today. And I must let everyone know that you were one of the first five members that joined the Professional Black Woman back in September yes. of 07. So yes. what a great honor it is to just be in your presence and to have you on our show today. Welcome again. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we, we've been networking <laughs> since that time. Yes, yes. Yeah, I tell you, as, yeah, you had contacted me, but I think I, you saw me on YouTube. And, yes, I did. Um, we That's have been right. networking ever since, nonstop. <laughs> and I tell you, like I said, uh, we just, just did not stretch the truth at all. You have set such a great example of uh, networking and, and being such a, a media icon yourself. Oh, and we, we just, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, and what we do here at Wealthy Sisters, you know, we – we like to set the, the story straight, and we have a lot of listeners who are starting businesses, those who have been in business and, and still are, you know, at certain levels that they want to continue to grow, which everyone does. Mm-hmm. So they always, you know, we, we look for that encouragement and to be inspired. And, and so many successful women like yourself have awesome stories. So we like to kind of start in the beginning. We, we, we heard a little bit about your, mm-hmm. your newsletter starting out. But, you know, where were you born? Tell us a little bit about your family okay, history because what made you Ola today. <laughs> I was born in Pittsburgh, um, in the inner city of Pittsburgh, um, to basically – I'm going to say basically a single parent because single parents know what that is to be a basically because you kind of have a man there. <laughs> you kind of don't. So uh, my mother's situation, she was married, but I was basically <laughs> in a single parent home. Um, poor but not impoverished is, I think, uh-huh. kind of a, a mindset and everything. And um, my mother had an education. I think she didn't get, make it to ninth grade. But she uh-huh. kind of nurtured me quite a bit because she, for her most of her life, she just hated the fact that she did not pursue her dreams. And I kind of that was kind of instilled in me, whether she knew mm-hmm. that part or not. I was paying attention to that, and so I mm-hmm. wasn't the greatest in high school with my classes. I was more so, I think I was more creative. So I was bored. I would have been the kid today who they would have said, you know, give her some meds. She's not paying attention. Mm-hmm. But, my, but mm-hmm. I was more so creative. And quite frankly, what I didn't know what that was being instilled in me, I used to always watch Bewitched. And I used to pretend that I was helping Darren, Bewitched's husband, say all of you heard pretty young, um, help him at his ad agency with his campaigns. Uh-huh. And that, I kind of grew out of that and decided I would go to school for fashion merchandising. So I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do and thought fashion merchandising would be easy. And so after about two years of working in merchandising, I realized, ah, this isn't what I thought. And I I fantasized going to New York and only found out that I couldn't really go to New York. Uh, Those were the buyers, not the assistant buyers. And then I realized I need to go back to school. 
In fact, it was uh-huh. someone from the Urban League who said to me, you know, you're not going to get anywhere with a two-year fashion degree. You should go back to school. And so I did, but when it was time to decide what to go for, I thought about Darren, who worked in mm. advertising, and I thought, I'll go and be creative and go to school for marketing. And so it was a very tough situation because I went off and on. I had to quit, took a few classes, didn't have the money, and really struggled through it and wanted to quit so badly. But I just could not, as much as I wanted to quit, I could not quit. And mm. so what happened, I had, um, I'll fast forward a little bit, I had married the guy I dated for like seven and a half years and had a crush on like three years prior to that. And when we got married, immediately after, I got pregnant, and a couple years later, I found out that my son was autistic. But really, back then, they called them developmentally delayed because they weren't really throwing autism around that quickly. Mm-hmm. And they also needed to know, they needed time to see what exactly was wrong. So they labeled developmentally delayed, kind of put that over the umbrella for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that I need to be available for my son. That I was going to mm-hmm. be a committed mother, and I needed to have a schedule where I can get him off to school, go to meetings, hospital appointments, whatever was necessary to make this work as a mom for everybody involved. And so my husband and I agreed that we really would take a setback financially and go ahead and do that. Cause I didn't think I'd make a whole lot of money in business with me having to run like that. And so what happened, I started doing these what I call wardrobe presentations for low-income women. Because I, I kind of use both my marketing and my fashion, uh, not design, but um, fashion coordinating. And so one day I'm sitting, I'm standing in front of these people in the class, and I realize that the ladies aren't paying me any attention. And so mm-hmm. I thought, well, what would happen if I was to put all this information in writing and let them take it home with them? And so I thought, hmm, I'll create a newsletter. And so I pondered over it for really about a year, and I finally did it. I did my research. I found out how much the writers had paid. I figured out how they calculated the advertising, and I had myself an eight-page black-and-white newsletter that I sent around the community for free, and it was awful. It was it was really bad. I had no background. And, I'm, and I admit that because I want people to know. And this is before that. the computer, and you know, with all the mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. And all the tech, the high tech. And I always tell people that so they can know when they're first trying something out, it's okay that Mm -hmm. if it's not where you want it to be, you just keep honing your skill and you hang in there. Don't beat yourself up and give up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. So I did. So I hung in there and I said, well, let me redeem myself. And so I did it again. Excuse me. I fine-tuned my skills and came up with the next one. It was better. And they got better and better and better. I added more pages, hired better people, had some setbacks, went back forward. And eventually it became this full-blown magazine. But what had happened along the way is when I started going from a free publication to a paid publication, I was scrolling down the database and I saw something that was quite interesting. And that was that the people who I had created this publication for weren't the ones who were paying for subscriptions. The people who were paying were professional women, doctors, lawyers, and judges. And I thought, my goodness, I wasn't even targeting them. And so when I realized where the money was coming from, I had to redirect. 
And mm. so I said, okay, I'll put more information that cater to the people who is my audience who's going to keep me in business. And so at some point I decided I had to diversify and bring more money in, so I created some workshops and some seminars. And again, when we started off, they weren't all that good, but I began to just go back and fine-tune them and get some skills from some other folks. And then we had, like, sell-out conferences. Wow. And wow. And from there, and that's where the TV came in, and I said, okay, now let me see if I can take this information, bring it to life, have black women looking at other black women, giving them advice and guiding them through entrepreneurship. Wow, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, what what did you start with the TV station? Did you go to the major networks? Where, how did you how did you start that? No, what we did was we actually took a class at our public access station, and my mm-hmm. husband took an editing class to edit the shows, and I took a show to learn how to work with the camera, uh, how to interview, and then we created this show. And again, the first one was a mess. We began to fine-tune it. I began to hone my skill. We got better um, guests, and we had this professional-looking talk show. We then realized that when people started putting videos on the Internet, we'd break the shows down in different segments because folks didn't want to look at anything too long. We had a half-hour right. TV show, we broke it down to maybe 10-minute increments on the Internet. And people just liked seeing other African-American women who weren't fighting one another. It wasn't any drama. It wasn't the stereotypes of black women. They were intelligent, and um, it really just grew. We even got sponsors for the show, and it was a public access. Wow, wow, that's that's awesome. So with that, you know, you, you're saying that you, you started out with the fashion, you went to school for that, then you went back for marketing. Where Where did you go for your marketing degree? I went to Robert Morrison University, and I'm actually on their board of trustees. So things, it's, it's interesting. And when I was going to that school, I never thought, I'm going to come back here one day and be the board on the board of trustees. So, yeah, I went to Robert how, well, how, how did that <laughs> um, How did that happen? I think having the magazine lends a lot of exposure. And so uh-huh. people kind of, you know, they contact you because they read about you, they hear about you. Other folks recommend you. And so um, I've been on the board for, I think, about three years. Wow. And that's something to think. You know, I used to walk in these front doors not knowing where I was going to be, but little did I know I'd make some decisions about the school one day. Wow, that's that's incredible. So I, I know your family is definitely proud to see the growth of the company and what you've done so far. Tell, tell us now with Onyx, where did you come up with the name uh, and what does it mean for your company? When I was trying to find a name for the newsletter I kept pondering over what represents black women. And mm-hmm. I called up my friend, threw out some names, and she said, I'm not interested in those names. They're not any good. And so I finally went to the Bible. And I said, mm-hmm. there it is, right there, onyx, a precious black stone. It was mm-hmm. strong, it was beautiful, and it had so much value. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I called my friend and I said, onyx. And she said, that's it. Mm. That mm. is it, just like a stone, very precious. And there was only one problem I had that I always had a problem pronouncing anything that had an X or an S at the end. <laughs> and for a long time, I could cover it up until I went on radio. And somebody said, did, did you say honest, like an honest woman? You know, one man said to me, did you say honest? He said, you'll never make any money because there are no honest women. He was joking, of course, but um, uh-huh. but it was honest. 
And I never and so you said it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so you said, that's all right. That's the name of my company. You I can that. show it to you. Uh-huh. And you that's literally, if I can show you better, I can tell you at this yeah, point. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think uh-huh. you're the most inspired. Like so many women and your listeners, we want to be able to be accessible to our family. We see families breaking down the day. Kids are running rampant. And I thought this would be a way that, you know, I could be there for my child. Yes, I took a sacrifice. Less, yes, it was mm-hmm. a risk. But mm-hmm. I prioritized it so much that I figured whatever it takes that I can do something for myself and feel that I'm not looking back and having regrets over how I was mothering my child. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's the big issue today with women. They're trying to figure out, oh, how do I, you know, do both? Yes, I mean, I, I was having a conversation this weekend with a friend, and and uh, they were sharing that you know what they realized their children really really value the most mm-hmm. of oh, sure. you know all of the big birthday parties that you know mm-hmm. and the, the bowling alleys and the and the the you know all the different places they don't really remember that kind no, of no, stuff uh-huh. you know because it's the simple spend. thing oh, sure. right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the time we went to the park or. As we reflect on our own childhood, it's not that we got uh-huh. that TV for the first time. It's like me and mom went here or me and dad went mm-hmm. here. It's more mm-hmm. so those things that you can spend. And then today, as we talk about entrepreneurship, there are so many companies who making their employees not feel valued, that they're spending mm-hmm. more on other things and, and opposed to uh, getting health care for the employees mm-hmm. and making their mm-hmm. employees feel uh, like they're a valued part of society. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And I mean, what what are some other reasons why you know someone would look at entrepreneurship? Because we know everyone is not uh, a parent. Uh, sure. mm-hmm. We have males that listen to the show as well. I know you you just mentioned um, the the devaluing mm-hmm. of someone might you know might feel at their their workplace, but mm-hmm. and we know entrepreneurship is not for everyone. But what oh, are some other not. reasons why you you have seen? Having the flexibility to have control over your decisions. For example, if you want to be creative, if you're an entrepreneur, you're only limited by your own creativity. No one is saying mm-hmm. to you, don't do that, do this, do that. It's your creativity. You only get one chance at this. You don't want to look mm-hmm. back and say, if only I had at least attempted. If mm-hmm. only I had at least tried mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. and then the financial rewards. As well, I mean, if you, it depends on how hard you are willing to work. If you're working at a company and you make fifty thousand a year, that's what you make. But if you work for yourself and you feel that you can sell more in revenues than fifty thousand per year, then that's what you're going to make as well. And so the financial rewards. Most people who are rich, wealthy today, they're entrepreneurs. Most people mm-hmm. are not people working for somebody else. Mhm, mhm. And you just brought up another point in sales. You know that I know a lot of times when when in working with uh, business owners and and individuals, you know that that whole word of selling, that whole concept of selling is 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 like a monster. It's like mm-hmm. you, you're afraid to sell or. People are, uh, I don't want to, you know, be associated with someone who's calling or begging someone. But if you are in business, uh, would you say that's the first thing you need to know how to do? It's all about selling. Everything you have Mm -hmm. on your back was sold to you some way, somehow, whether you walked into the door or however you got it. But if you don't have the funds to hire someone else to sell, you are Mm -hmm. a, a walking 
advertisement salesperson because it's all about sales. The only way you're going to get money is to sell. Sell yourself, Mm -hmm. sell Mm -hmm. your um, idea, whatever. It's all about selling. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we don't teach people enough about selling when that's what we do all day, every day. You have to sell. Mm -hmm. If you're not comfortable with that, then this may not be for you because we all have Mm -hmm. to sell. I used to have to create um, proposals for my conferences so that I could sell the idea to someone who can say, I will give you X amount of dollars so that I can participate in your conference. I'm selling all day, every day. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And what, what are some things or ways that you would suggest for an individual that is afraid of selling? What are some of the things that they can do to overcome that fear or some basic steps? Well, first of all, don't be afraid to hear the word no. Really, you may, okay. the person who tells you no is not going to like shoot you and beat you up. <laughs> you will not leave with any physical harm. Someone says that. no, that's okay. Uh huh. So get rid of that. That you are not afraid to hear no. Also, hone your skills. Maybe go to Toastmasters. It may be that you don't want to speak. It may be you're just uncomfortable. Invest in yourself so that you can be prepared to sell your product. And if it means going to a Toastmasters, or if it means taking some marketing classes at your community college, whatever, invest in yourself to prepare yourself to get comfortable to sell. And knowing that if I don't want to sell, then maybe I this is not for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and and, and mm-hmm. meet with people. And I have a friend who she just said to me, Ola, in order for me to sell something, all I have to do is get in front of the person. And she was so right because she helped me with my business when I was uncomfortable. And she would help me sell these sponsorship packages. She was just awesome. She was so confident and so Mm -hmm. comfortable. And when she heard no, she would continue to engage the person. Like it wasn't just Mm -hmm. no, well, can I call you back next week? Can I call you back next year? Or she would say, what is it about my product that you think is not ready for you right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. Without being would, overly pushy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. She would, she would, she would, she she knew the skill of overcoming the the, right. the objection. And she there. understood mm-hmm. clearly that in in bigger sales, you are to build the relationship, not just try to sell to people based on your product. Because quite frankly, at the end of the day, they're selling anything new. Mhm. But you have mm-hmm. to get them to see your product as something different. Mhm, mhm. And and people like we always say they they buy you, they buy they you. Could, that's right. what they mm-hmm. buy. And that's why uh-huh. you have to invest in you. Because unfortunately, we think there are people who think all they have to do is start a business and get some business cards and they're ready to go. It doesn't work like right. that. I'm constantly right. sending out e-blasts for some of our members to buy an ad for so little money, and they just won't hear of it. They just think that they're in business to bring money in, not put money out. And it right, does right. not work that way. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's like with with your background with advertising, I mean, what what is the norm um, that you see a person has to see an ad first uh, mm-hmm. before they can actually even pay attention to it? What is that? Well, you mean as far as how long? it a few times the frequency. Yeah, because I, I guess I should say it like this. For a new advertiser, um, a lot of times I hear people say, well, I advertised mm-hmm. on this, you know, here anything. for a month, or mm-hmm. I did, 
you know, 10 days. I did it one time or whatever. How long do, do, do they need to continue to advertise that they're developing, you know, put, getting their budget together? How, how, frankly, how, how, mm-hmm. I would do a minimum of three times, and they have to understand advertising. People are not going to see your ad in most cases and come banging on your door. If that were the case, mm-hmm. Pepsi-Cola could stop advertising today because mm-hmm. they know that they have to continue to advertise People first recognize the ad, and they recognize it again, and they may not act until they see it a few more times. Most of us mm-hmm. don't see an ad one time and say, I need that. There are times when I mm-hmm. have seen an ad and I put it aside, put it aside again, and it was way down the road before I thought, oh, you know, I need to try that. And so we have mm-hmm. to understand that it doesn't work that way. When you're talking mm-hmm. to someone who's saying, oh, I advertised once, nobody caught me, they don't understand advertising. Mm-hmm, because what they mm-hmm. also get is name recognition, whether someone comes to them directly tomorrow or not. They're building the brand. Right, and that's what mm-hmm. exposure does. That's, that's what, what exposure expo- does exactly. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's mm-hmm. everything that we do in business, it's a process. And we live mm-hmm. in a microwave society where folks don't see something. It's like losing weight. If they don't see the pounds dropping in a few days, they're ready to drop that diet. The same Forget thing about it. Forget about it. Uh-huh. They don't see the people uh-huh. at the front door. They advertise once. They're quick to tell you, oh, I placed an ad in the church brochure. Nobody called me. Well, you are <laughs> building the brand just as I and you are building our business. We didn't say, I've been in business for two years. I'm not a millionaire. We know that it is a process, and for those who understand that, we're right. going to hang in there and make it happen. For those who don't, they're going right back to the job. Right, because you think about it. We say we know that the, the most recognized, at least last time I, I checked, the most mm-hmm. recognized brand around the world is Coca-Cola. Right. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. how long have they been in business? How long, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that, and that is why there are so many people who are taken by these little commercials saying, mm-hmm. uh, start your own business at home and be, make X amount of dollars by next week because they know that's mm-hmm. what people want. But for the majority yes. of the people who are successful, they're the first ones to tell you they did not become an overnight success. They right. had some setbacks. Right. There had been some issues. They had to reassess and and do it again. And that's how, it's all a process. It's like building your house. It's right. a process right. to get from one nail to the entire brick and mortar, and people have to understand that when they go into business. Wow, that is so true. Well, we are here with Miss Ola Jackson. When we come back, we're going to ask you, like I said, we like to get real here on Wealthy Sisters. If you can just maybe share some of your setbacks or one of your setbacks, if you had any. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Been in business 20 years. Did you have any uh-huh. setbacks? <laughs> you didn't have any challenges, did you? <laughs> so any that you might have had. And just maybe just share briefly how you overcame and, and, you know, what strategy maybe you mm-hmm. use in place for that. So we are here live. And then if you have any questions, please dial in to 34783-89278. We're here live again with Ola Jackson. You can press 1. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Deborah Hartnett International helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation, 
to developing and executing your branding strategy, to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.deborahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. Yes, yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters with our special guest today, Ms. Ola Jackson, who is the founder and the CEO, true entrepreneur and media personality of the Onyx Woman Network. Ms. Ola, before we left, we talked briefly about uh, challenges that we go through in business, and uh, we jokingly said, you probably didn't have any, but you kind of gave us a little chuckle there. So... Tell us a little bit maybe about one challenge that you can think of and, and how, and, and, and it could be one that's common to, to a lot of business owners and what you did to overcome that. The one that most of us can all identify with is having the capital <laughs> to mm. run a business. Yeah, I started on a, on a very small shoestring and like so many, severely underestimating what it would actually cost to run this business and thinking that because I'm home-based that you know, I would have virtually no expenses. But as the business uh, picked up, I had more more business and more expenses and not enough expenses really to um, to make a profit. And so I had to constantly, as we talk about sales, I had to keep creating. I had to keep mm-hmm. creating something that I could sell. And so mm-hmm. like I said, when I had the newsletter, that was one stream of revenue was getting advertising sales. But then I had the event, and so I figured, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to sell uh, sponsorships for this conference, and that's going to give me more money, and what I'll do is I'll use the conference to make more money. I'll sell tables. I'll, mm-hmm. um, and this was back way back when, so people would listen mm-hmm. and say, oh, that's done today. That's, but I sold tables, and I began to sell advertising and the program booklet. And one thing that I also did that we have to understand I also watched how I budgeted my own money. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, yeah, if mm-hmm. you can't manage your personal money, you're going to have a problem managing your business finances. And so I said, mm-hmm. I possibly may have more money than I think. Why don't I stop mm-hmm. spending money on this, that, or the, and the other and realize I have to put that money into my business. I can't go with my friends if they're going to a, uh, going shop and I can't do this. How do I find money? in my own backyard. And that mm. one way to find it is to stop spending what you don't need. How can I be resourceful wow. by going out to somebody and maybe bartering for their services? How can mm-hmm. I say to someone, yeah, I'll give you an ad if you maybe print up some business cards for me, and that way I'm not spending money. Um, of course, staying mm-hmm. home and not being in another building or something, that also helps to spend uh, save money. Uh, just mm-hmm. watching. Maybe I can't get my hair done once a week, putting mm-hmm. out $50, mm-hmm. what have you. And so we can mm-hmm. really look in our own backyard. But, the, again, that is if we are willing to invest in ourselves and make those sacrifices to make this business work. And so the conference has brought in a whole lot more money, uh, selling the vendor tables and selling that extra advertising and being creative and saying that if you purchase this, this, and that, I'll also give you that because you have to be able to give them something 
Right. It wasn't it, the days of here's an ad, thank you, pay me. They're, they're over. It's here's an ad, right. and also here's some sponsorship, and here's some this and that to go with that. And so basically, right. being creative and figuring out how to diversify what I did have was ways for me to bring in more money. So that's 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 all about being an entrepreneur is using mm-hmm. your creativity. It's like in, in a lot of cases you're forced to become creative to think of things that you would not normally think of. You know, uh-huh. especially if you you're used to having if you're a manager or uh, in management position on your job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's different because you have a team of people there. You yeah, have resources. Mm-hmm. You have that company's money, even though you for have sure. to be a good mm-hmm. steward with it. You know, you still have that company's money there, you know, to, 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 that you can use. But when you are an entrepreneur, you, you know, that company's money is your money. <laughs> oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, because um, what happens a lot, people think this. They think, well, if I've been doing this for my own company, then why come I can't do it for myself? Well, mm-hmm. your company has a secretary, your company has a budget, mm-hmm. your company has this, that, or the other. doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but I want people to consider everything before they take the leap because I think that running a business is the best way to get a lot of money and it's also the best way to lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you can lose mm-hmm. a shirt off your back. If you go into this business, you're financing a business and your home with the same paycheck because folks mm-hmm, are doing that. Mm-hmm. They, they work and they're buying stuff for their office and they're using it mm-hmm. for their home expenses as well. Mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. my best advice, I tell everybody before they start, be honest. Give yourself a true self-assessment of what you need to do to make the business work. Do you really have it? Do you mm-hmm. don't stay away from the glamour of being an mm-hmm. entrepreneur? Ask mm-hmm. yourself: Do I have what it takes? Am I in it for the long run? And am I willing to invest in myself? Mhm, mhm, mhm. That's a different thing. And when you're talking about investing in your, yourself. You know, I know you mentioned about the advertising. Mm-hmm. You mentioned about instead of spending money on things that you would do for social mm-hmm. uh, outlets, that, that, you know, your business is your baby now. It's oh, like uh-huh, you've it. got, mm-hmm. if you're not feeding that business, you just can't continue to have that same lifestyle uh, or do the same things with your money that you would, you know, when your business needs something, you've got to mm-hmm. take care of. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you don't feed the business, then you, mm-hmm. you you're not gonna you're not gonna eat, you know, yeah, especially if it's your only source of income. Oh, if it's and that's the thing too. Let's address that issue because a lot of times, mm-hmm. see, I think that if I were not, if I were a single woman in my situation, then I, mm-hmm. I honestly don't think I can do this because I basically survived on my husband's insurance and on his paycheck. So we have single women out there who may want to start a business, but um, there's no other income. So it's even tougher for them. That's it. For us married folks, then, you know, we know that we can have our husband's insurance policy, I mean, that's insurance, insurance, uh, health insurance, and we also have their paycheck. And so it's something to fall back on. That was you. All right. Hello? 
Uh huh. That lose you. All right. Yeah, we had a little technical difficulty okay. there. <laughs> As you were saying, you you it was getting real good. You said, um, you know, if you were by yourself, you mm-hmm. didn't think that what? Mm-hmm. I I don't think that I could do it because I needed, you know, to have somebody who had a paycheck coming in on a regular mm-hmm. basis and and, mm-hmm. and health insurance mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe using some of their money for the business. So <laughs> right, <laughs> you spend some more money, honey. Yeah, we need more money, more money. And also, for folks who are in a relationship too, the struggle mm-hmm. is uh, if you're with somebody and that person says, "Well, okay, you've been in business for how long, and we don't see a paycheck." You know, I had a friend who said, "You know, her husband said to her, uh, when you will stop playing and come on home.'" And she said, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Well, oh, I, <laughs> she had not been in business." For too long at all, but he was, um, uh-huh. you know, because relationships become an issue. You know, you have to sit down and talk to these people, your children, if you have, if you have a husband or mate or whatever, and let them know this is what I'm doing and these are my expectations from you all. But you also have to let them know what they can expect from you, because now mm-hmm. you're a team. I always say, if you are a woman with a or a man with a family and business, you're now a family business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. everybody's going to sacrifice because the money mm-hmm. you use could have went somewhere else and you may not be here for dinner and whatever. So you have to look at the holistically what's all this going to mean, but so many people rush right into it. But I tell you, I can say this, once you're in business and you have gotten the rewards, it is fantastic. There are times when I come out of my bedroom to go to my office that's right next to me, I think, Oh, I could live like this the rest of my life because <laughs> I hear my friends complaining about their jobs or it's cold here in Pittsburgh and I'm watching right. folks try to slide down a hill in the snow. I think right. this is not underrated at all or overrated, <laughs> however it goes. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm, because it's I, I just love it. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, no mm-hmm. matter what, you have that freedom, oh, especially the, the older is, we get. Uh, you better believe the word is freedom. And you, like and <laughs> my, my friend said to me, oh, like she said, um, I'm tainted. I can never work with anybody else. And sometimes, <laughs> no matter hard things, no matter how hard things get, uh-huh. it just seems like you just don't want to go back. Once right. You've been right. To the promised land. Right, oh right. Oh, your mind is stretched. You know, it's a mindset. It's just, it's just you. You just once your mindset is 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 stretched to a certain level. You know, it is just. It is. I say, you know, you're just unemployable. Yeah, you, you know. You know, I had a friend say, he's all about unemployable. He said, uh-huh. I'm because you just you're so used. You can get up at night and do your work. You can mm-hmm. get up early in the morning and do some work. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just so rewarding. And as I look at people today who are in this economy, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the jobs are lower paying, the respect mm-hmm. for the people, I mean, they're laying people off, not because they don't have the money, it's because they just want to get more for their shareholders. I mean, the mm-hmm. level of greed, and the poor worker is left out there putting more money into their own benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, it's just pretty bad. It's like a war on employees. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah, that's that's true. Now you know we know not all corporations are doing that because we don't want anyone to say, oh, "Well, my all, job is yeah." <laughs> not not all. <laughs> we want to qualify that, but there, 
there is a, a, a greater uh, awareness today of uh, lack of appreciation mm-hmm. for individuals on on their jobs, mm-hmm. and and I and I'm just like you know we are the whole thing about being an entrepreneur and 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 what we promote is just the whole fact that we have control over our lives regardless. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't have to feel like we're doing something that we don't want to do, mm-hmm. even as a, a business owner. Uh, running a business that we don't want to run, you know, we 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 have to find that business that that uh, that brings us joy as well. We can you know, those... fire our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we mm-hmm. don't take them. We don't like them, but you can't fire your boss unless you. That's quit. right. And have but That's having right. said that, everybody who you know, they're not. This is not for them. They need to be clear on that too. This is not for people who um, don't want to hang in there, who feel right. that they just refuse to spend money and they want to just make the money and not put anything out. That's a misconception for people. And so it's not for right. everybody, but for the folks that it's for, I mean, it can be a wonderful thing. Right. And 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 then also when you're talking about investing in yourself, you know, what are what are your um thoughts on the professional and the de- personal development, the oh mindset and, and 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 investing in that piece? Because I know a lot of times we have um, we don't understand what consulting money means. The, the, the oh, intangibles mm-hmm. we can, we don't associate. Um, it's like the advertising that we talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't always associate. Uh, there are people uh, there who don't associate spending any money at all. They uh-huh. just cannot mm-hmm. understand that they have to spend any money at all. And that mindset is not an entrepreneurial mindset. If you think mm-hmm. that you're going to just go into business and not invest again in yourself and also not just the like professional side where you're talking about um just running a business it's also poor customer service you may mm. have to train yourself and your employees one of the biggest mm-hmm. issues that i have is just people have an attitude and their customer service is just nasty mm-hmm. just viciously mm-hmm. nasty and they mm-hmm. think they're doing you a favor because they are waiting on you Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. these are people who have to possibly get some training. Uh, they need to be open-minded about how their style of dealing with people may not be working. They need to call their own office to see how somebody's answering their phones. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There's soft skills. We as entrepreneurs have to make sure that we look the part, that, mm-hmm. you, that you never know who's looking at you and who could write you off within seconds. And so you mm-hmm. have to make sure that you take that extra care, the right suit, the right shirt, uh, that hair and nail appointment. You're branding yourself. When you walk into that room, you need to look the part. Uh, the photos, you know, look at my photo, look at your photo, how polished we present ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because people mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. sizing us up immediately. And I've gotten mm-hmm. photos, people doing all kinds of things. And um, mm-hmm. even with our mm-hmm with our social network. We mm-hmm, had to put mm-hmm. a little disclosure on the, the side about a disclaimer mm-hmm. about the photos that people were putting mm-hmm. up. And I mm-hmm, said, people mm-hmm. are watching you, honey. Why are you trying mm-hmm. to have a photo with you and your boyfriend all hugged up and you're right, trying to right. call professional consulting services? <laughs> right, you know? right, right, so, right. So, um, right. you have to be careful. Are you serious about being mm-hmm. in business? Or is this something that mm-hmm. you find glamorous? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I had uh, at our conference, the Winter Summit Conference and Expo we have, and we'll do it again next year. Uh, the photographer is excited about it. Yeah. The one that took my pictures, uh, mm-hmm. she came and did uh, professional headshots. Oh, wow. And I really, really uh, was wanting more uh, women to take advantage of it. And some I, I thought, and I said, well, maybe I should have just maybe just said, suggested, oh, you know, yeah. uh-huh. uh, for, for you know, personally, because I just knew some would just take advantage of it mm-hmm. because that, like you said, that that uh, that headshot, especially today with social media, we talk oh, sure. about that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Your logo is one thing, and it's nice to have your logo, but today it's all about personal. It's all mm-hmm. about that person, and people want to be able to see a face, and like you said, who what they're seeing, uh, it, it, it makes a oh, difference. Sure. In, so in today, well. people can research you without even talking to you. Because right, I can look at right. your website, look at how you're presenting yourself. I can write you right. off right then and there. I don't have to waste my time. I can look at the your call. Facebook to see how right. silly. I can look right. at any type of sexual messages on there. I don't even right. have to call you. I can do the elimination process immediately. Right. Right, 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 right there. I mean, it, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's just a great way of networking, and it can be a double-edged sword if we are not on top of it. Well, we we are here live on Wealthy Sisters of 347-838-9278. It looks like we have a caller here on the line. Would you mind taking any uh, questions, sure. Miss Ola Jackson? Okay, I'm not quite sure where this, this number is not showing where they are, but we want to say hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Please state your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call. This is uh, Bobby in Los Angeles. California. Well, hello, Bobby. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Hi, thanks. Thanks for uh, how you doing? How you doing? Hi, Wonderful. Hi, Say you, hi, Clark. I guess. <laughs> you yeah. my own business. I was curious if maybe you can give me some advice. Um, it's not doing bad, but I'd like it to do a little bit better, hopefully mm-hmm. in a positive way. Uh, you, you mind, you guys, uh, ladies, mind giving me some advice? No, you said you're trying to start your own business. No, I have my own business actually. Okay, what is it? Yeah, I, I'm a pimp, and I have hookers. My own. Okay, you know he's trying to be Okay, get him. Oh, okay. It's, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, bless his heart. Next. So in yeah. So anyway, as we were saying, you know, you often oftentimes will have you know all types of things out there, uh, people out there that portray themselves differently like that. Uh-huh. So, but mm-hmm. anyway. As we were saying, you know, how you portray yourself in business is going to be important, sure. you know. Because people, yeah. you know, you were asking earlier about how I, um, like, how to get on the board. People research, and they find out who uh-huh. you are, and it's so easy today. And so um, uh-huh. people, you know, they read articles, they talk to other people, and, of course, networking is so crucial that we can't emphasize it enough. And to me, it's the number one way to get in business. Really, we can advertise uh-huh. or whatever, but um, getting in front of people, and sometimes as far as those home-based entrepreneurs, they get comfortable and they get in their comfort zone, which I call sometimes the danger zone. Make a commitment that even mm-hmm. if it's twice, three times per week, that you get mm-hmm. outside, go to a women's meeting, join women's associations, um, mm-hmm. link up with some people, because you want to be in front of the people who are potential customers, and you've got to get your product, your service in front of these people. And keep in mind, you have got to build the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. networking mm-hmm. is all about. It's not, it's not you show up, you got a business card, you exchange it, and then you go home. 
and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. it's like once a week I may send out a congratulatory letter to a woman who's gotten an award or something like that or just a note to say hello. So that way you're not always popping out when you want something. Mm-hmm. And only mm-hmm. when you want something. You're continuously engaging that person. So when something does come up, it's like, oh, my God, what does she want now? Mhm, 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 mhm. That's true. Now, I know, and and you can you can say if you can discuss some things. You you really have benefited from building a brand and being able. You know, we had um, one of our guests on the show, Miss Catherine Freeland. We we can't stop talking about her either. Mm-hmm. Who built her business and sold it for thirty million dollars. So we we got to give the sister props for that wow. every time we think about it. And so I know you had an opportunity. Are you able to? to talk at all about branding and how, you know, the benefits of building a brand to where someone might want that? Well, one thing that we don't discuss often is exiting our business. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. what we do is we're, we're, we think that we have started, we never think about ending it. It's mm-hmm. all about branding today. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. that you position yourself as different from somebody else. And so you mm-hmm. have to work hard to distinguish it and not try to be like somebody else. So when they hear Deborah mm-hmm. Hartnett, it's Deborah mm-hmm. Hartnett, and she's associated with professional women, conferences, mm-hmm. seminars, mm-hmm. these whole brands. And so who mm-hmm. knows, at some point you make it to where, okay, I decided I'm going to spend the rest of my life doing X, Y, Z. I've built this brand. I'm ready to move on. Does someone else want to pick it up? And so you do have to keep that in mind. Again, it's about thinking about the long term. What are mm-hmm. your real goals? Are you going to pass your company along to your family and friends? I mean, whatever you're going to mm-hmm. do. But don't just think about where you are now. You know, when you go to a job interview, you're asked, where would you like to be in five years? Mm-hmm. Well, with mm-hmm. your company, you think long term too. But unfortunately, some people don't think like that. They're thinking, well, I'm beyond. I can't get beyond tomorrow or next week. But uh, with mm-hmm. the brand, if you build it enough, um, you know, you'll be around. And that's the purpose of building a brand. Why build one if you're going to be over in a couple of years? Right, right, right. And, and the importance of getting that trademark and brand mm-hmm. as well. Yes, yes. Because I know you have some great <laughs> benefits, rewards from that <laughs> as well. So now you've got a book that you're writing. Tell uh-huh. us about the new book that's coming out. Um, I have a book called Homegirl CEO. And it basically is built around um, my experience as an entrepreneur. And Mm -hmm. the unique thing about our experience is that um, we've been in the business of um, working with women in business. So Mm -hmm. I'm not just an entrepreneur who says, I'm going to tell other entrepreneurs how to work the business. We're a business that's been in the business of telling entrepreneurs for years that we've working with entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So therefore it mm-hmm. kind of makes it a little different because I can tell different stories throughout and I can talk mm-hmm. about my experiences. And it, it looks at it more so from a holistic point as well. I ask the question first and foremost, um, do you have what it takes to be in business? Mm-hmm. And I want people to ask themselves that question, looking at mm-hmm. uh, the relationship, uh is, am I getting the support? Their family life, um, and does it matter to me 
uh, about my children, to have enough time to spend with them, to get those little ads to say, oh, you start a business, which means you can be with your family more. That might not be mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It worked for me, but, you know, I have one. So. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I so got I, you. I and it's so hard to write a book. Anybody who's listening who has tried that, um, you know, it it is it's tough. It is tough. People think, well, you know, I can just uh, go to business and I have five kids, and that means I can spend more time and work for business. Uh, right. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Right. They so, say so keep it real. You know, it's going to take work, commitment, mm-hmm. and but once you do commit to it, you can't accomplish. It's just uh-huh. you just got to be in it for the long haul. Got to be in it for the mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Well, we have been here with the awesome Miss Ola Jackson. Please give us your website so that we want to reach out to you. They can learn more about your projects, about the network, and everything else that you have going on. It's um, www.onyxlikethestonewoman.com. And you'll Onyx see woman. on there, Onyx Like a Stone, and you'll see mm-hmm. on there the various um, – Shows that we have, we're adding a whole lot more within the coming weeks. Mm, yeah, mm, so then mm. we're going to do something with radio. Um, the TV shows, we have one called Home Girl, where we have about four entrepreneurs who work from home, and they're giving a diversity of views of um, why they started, the challenges. And there's nothing like really sitting there and listening to people who are where you are, who have been where you are, or are where you want to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we have to, been talking about the importance of investing in yourself and, no, yes, and, no, no. Um, and, and, and associating yourself with people who are of like minds and doing what you're doing. That's why we, we have the Professional Black Woman Association that we're so excited about, mm-hmm. you know, I want to share with you, we just launched the association part where we have our online university, which all of our classes are on demand, where uh, the the business owners could actually take classes like on advertising, those sales strategy classes, Mm -hmm. how to write your business plan, what is an executive summary. One I am really excited about for myself is building business credit. Um, We have a a, a faculty member who has done – enormous amount of work around that for himself mm-hmm. and for other business owners who is uh, got a, a great curriculum that we'll be sharing and just we have that and then we have um, within the association the success book club where we take and read a book uh, it could be a month two months a quarter this depends on the, the actual work that goes into mm-hmm. the book we have a weekly teleconference with that as well, and just so many other great benefits. To charter membership expires on um, April 30th. That's Friday, April 30th. You want to go to www.thepbwa.com. Get your registration in today. I mean, you become a platinum member. You get for $399. Get this: two registrations for the Winter Summit 2011. You get one night accommodation at the Hyatt there. Uh, the millionaire tickets wow. luncheon. I mean, so we have so 
many other things, so you definitely want to take advantage of that, plus a whole free year membership. So go to www.thepbwa.com, get registered, don't wait to the last minute, because I promise you, I promise you when you see the charter members with their special pen, uh, special lapel pen, and all the great benefits they're receiving, that alone, those values, I mean, just, just the... The one night stay is two hundred dollars at the Hyatt. Uh, the the registrations for two that's three hundred and fifty dollars. So that that is more than the three ninety nine. So take advantage of that right away. Miss Ola Jackson with Onyx Woman Network. It has been a pleasure having you on our show today. Oh, we want to thank, thank you. Great. I want to get my phone number <laughs> out though. Oh, please do that. Oh, it's yeah, 412 Say that again. That's 412-731-5159. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again. This has been another great episode of Wealthy Sisters. Our special guest today was Miss Ola Jackson of the Onyx Woman Network. Tune in next week where we'll be here same time with another fabulous guest. Have a great day. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.